Buildings in Bali are alive and there's a whole set of rituals to be done in order to please and personify this building, awaken this building and make it its own person. There's usually two kinds of different ceremonies that happen in order to inaugurate a new building. The first will be the Upachara Macharu, which is basically a neutralizing ceremony. It is when we make sacrifice for the lower entities, the Bhutakala, or the ghost goblins and other inhabitants of the land previous to when the building was standing, and to appease them. In other words, it's telling them, hey, we're going to have a building here and we're going to be doing things here. Sorry we're disturbing you, but here's a little something for you all. That's essentially what the sacrifice is doing. There is a worship to Ganesha, Resi Gana, to remove the obstacles and to make sure that all of these different lower entities do not disturb uh, the, the area that will now be used by human beings. Although there are many types of uh, charu ceremonies, ranging from low, medium and high levels of ceremonies, the um, primary characteristics of the charu ceremony would be the Sangha Chuchuk. The Sangha Chuchuk is a singular bamboo pole, almost hip height, the height of your hip, with a triangle on top made of bamboo with offerings within it. It is like a little shrine for the offering. And this becomes the central figure for the Charu ceremony. And Sangha Chuchuk is known to be a favorite of the Bhutakalas, of these ghosts and goblins. It is said that they like to pick these up and dance around with it and um, create chaos while holding it in their hands. Almost like a little staff that they like to carry around, uh, like a little pole that they just carry. And this becomes a central figure of this entire ceremony. And towards it, many different kinds of... Um, sacrifices are made, many different kinds of offerings are made. This is the kind of ceremony that includes the use of blood, um, alcohol, and meat. It is a Buddha Yatnya, it is a sacrifice meant for the Buddhas or for the lower entities. And usually the simplest Macharu ceremony would include a chicken, so it'll be a sacrifice of a chicken with some blood, onions, rice, flowers, and many different kinds of others, um, like leaves and coconuts and flowers, as per the usual. And there's even higher grades of this ceremony that uses um, more expensive and more elaborate kinds of meats, such as pork and so forth. And this Macharu ceremony is not only done to inaugurate a new building or to make space for humans, but it is also sometimes done to get rid of a bad omen. For example, if there was a bad um, disaster or if there was uh, something bad that happened like a war or if, uh, or if terrorist attacks just recently happened, 
or if there was death that was untimely happening in that place, anything that is just regarded as something ominous and dark, this charu ceremony is done to neutralize the effect. As a part of this uh, Malaspa ceremony, this charu is extremely important. Inauguration ceremony of a new building is called the Malaspa ceremony. This is essentially when the when the building is awakened, when its prana or its life is 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 flowing through its concrete or through its um, wooden structure. In this particular um, ceremony, the pillars of the building are wrapped with a sarong, with cloth, symbolizing that now this building is a person and is wearing clothing. The creator or the constructor of the building would then symbolically also knock on the side of the building to just say, oh, I built this and to further bless it and to invoke the energies of the building. There would also be a little shrine called the Plankiran, which is like a wooden altar placed by the entrance or on the northeast corner of the building that is placed as the seat of the one supreme god, Sanghyang Widiwasa. It is where daily offerings are then to be made and is symbolically the head of the entire building. And once the structure is made alive, uh, the blessings of Marajapati or Prajapati is invoked. And Prajapati literally means the um, the god of mankind or the god of, of, of human life, of, of prana, of energy. Another interesting facet of the Malaspa ceremony or of any other Bhuta Yatnya ceremonies, or once again ceremonies meant for lower entities, is the Tatimpuk, which is three bamboos which are burnt and they are supposed to one by one make a huge um, explosion sound, like a tuk almost, one by one, these three bamboos. And these three explosive sounds of the bamboo is meant to call upon the lower entities, particularly Batara Kala, to invite the entities into that arena to then accept the sacrifice that is being made. In the construction of homes or individual dwelling, the owner of the house, usually the man, would actually be used as a tool of measurement. The height of the building, the width of the building, and other dimensions of the structure would be based upon multiplications of the arm or of the leg of the primary male of that house. So in construction of commercial buildings, this might not necessarily apply, but in construction of homes and individual dwellings, the extreme importance and correlation of the owner of the house and the structure of the house is, is made in this way. Once the area has been neutralized of negative forces and once the building has been awakened and invoked by the help of Prajapati, the altar or the plankiran is then blessed and offerings are then made and everyone then rejoices in the fact that they have a new family member, the building itself. Next time you see a building in Bali, make sure you try to spot out the cloth that is wrapped around one of the pillars, usually in the northeast, or other sort of things which are hung around, other sort of um, ornaments and, and other sort of amulets that are hung on the building or placed around the building. And this is meant for the building's protection 
integrity, and eventual harmony with us, God, and nature.